Okay, here we are back with your ex-boyfriend's podcast. This is episode three, and I can't remember what I'm going to call it. Hold on, let me find that document. (laughs) Okay, episode three is called Water Your Grass and Tell the Truth. Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) So uh, we're going to get into that because that's kind of a cryptic title to the third episode, but it'll make a lot more sense once we start going down that road. But I wanted to start out by saying thank you to everybody who is still listening, any new listeners we have, uh, anybody who has been there from the beginning and supported me through episode three. Uh, I appreciate all of you and I love to hear every bit of feedback that I've gotten. Um, it's all been very thought out and and genuine and uh, heartfelt. And I really do appreciate hearing what you have to say. Not only because I value the opinions of people who are investing in me and putting, dedicating time to listening to this thing that I'm making, but also because I genuinely want to know how to make it better. And I genuinely want to know what it is that I'm doing right currently. So please continue with that feedback. I, I love it. And I look forward to whatever you have to say. Okay, so first thing, uh, getting into the meat of things, uh, I wanted to start out by saying this. Something I I think that I have, I don't want to say coined, it's not a phrase that I coined, because I'm sure somebody has said this before, but never to me, and I haven't heard it anywhere else, so I feel like I did a good job of coming up with this on my own. <laughs> Uh, at least in this nice, compact uh, package that I'm about to deliver. Um, The idea is this. Life's most precious resource is time. You're born with a, a finite, indefinite amount, and your sole purpose in this life is to make the most out of that limited pool all the while not knowing how much that pool contains. And with that in mind, something I have said over and over again in this podcast that is going to, it's basically the, you you put that as the tagline for (laughs) this whole thing that I'm making, is if it's not hard, it's not worth doing. And Everything that's worthwhile takes hard work. Um, Don't waste your time. You have, like I said, that unknowable, finite amount. And it could run out today. It could run out in the next five minutes. So I know we've all heard this before, but make the most out of what time you do have. And in order to do that, you need to not only be conscious of that fact, but work 
do something worthwhile every day. And I don't mean work just for work's sake, even though I do have strong thoughts on on the benefits of of seemingly pointless hard work. <laughs> but I mean put effort into making every day, every interaction, everything you say and do worthwhile. Make it worth your time. <sighs> so Water your grass and tell the truth. That's episode three. Endless hard work. Everything. Every day. Until you die. That is the path of resistance that I talked about. I think it was in episode one. Uh, humans, naturally, like we discussed earlier, want the path of least resistance. We're animals. That's what we do. Um, that makes the most sense for survival. But the key word there is survival. That's like bare minimum. That's just not dying <laughs> for the longest amount of time possible. And a lot of people, that is what they keep in mind. Like that's, that is their maybe unconscious goal day to day. They just want to get by. And a lot of times that's even what we're told, you know, how long can you live? Um, do these things to extend your 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 life in, in into the the greatest span possible um and that's the path of least resistance <sighs> what i'm all about is the path of resistance just take that least out of there not the most resistance <laughs> let's keep that in mind it's it's not the hardest path necessarily but you know, something we discussed last episode was you, you when you're building a muscle in the gym, when you're exercising, you don't you don't make any progress unless you, you know, have that muscle under strain, a.k.a. resistance. <laughs> so we're talking about the path of resistance. We're talking about living your life in a way that that challenges you, that makes you work that builds character that provides you with the mental and emotional and spiritual strain in order to grow those aspects of yourself it is hard <laughs> yeah we've talked about that it is hard um and it's much easier to look for you know other paths like distractions it's much easier to be distracted um when you are you know taking those steps and you're looking at yourself and you're being you know introspective you see something you don't like and it is a lot easier in the moment it's a lot easier to release those chemicals in your brain uh that that humans so desperately crave um what what are those called uh i believe believe it's dopamine is one and uh serotonin i think that's another one i think there was there was three or four i can't remember what they all were but um uh we get those from uh, from easy stuff too um like hey you know take a drag off this cigarette or 
eat this cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, you know, easy stuff that that we have conditioned our brains to react to in a positive way. That actually isn't that good for us. But uh, I, I digress. <sighs> um, yeah, the distractions. That's what I was talking about. Much easier than doing the work. We have this saying in our society, and and I would be willing to bet that it's in other societies across the globe. Uh, we have this saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. I think that's only true when you uh, lack perspective. I guess that saying is kind of intended to be cautionary in its original form. The grass is always greener on the other side kind of means like, oh, you're going to jump over to that side of the fence and then you're going to look back and it's going to look just as good, if not better, over here uh, where you originally started. So I I think a better perspective, well, while I do agree with that, that saying, I do agree with the original meaning. I think a better perspective uh, for that, if we dive into the, the idea is the grass is only greener on the other side of the fence if you don't water your grass on your side. <laughs> uh, and, and I laugh at that because I think that's a Justice Tenna original. I think I, I created that sort of turn of phrase there, which I'm pretty proud of. Um, if you don't water your grass on your side of the fence... Your perspective is brown grass. Like, of course it's going to be greener on the other side of the fence because you're surrounded by dead, dying lawn. <laughs> um, the original saying doesn't take into the, into the picture, doesn't take into account, sorry, doesn't take into account that in order for your grass to look good, you have to water it. Um, and what's more, when you're looking on the other side of the fence and you say, oh man, it's way better over there. I wish my grass could look like that. How in the fuck do you think it got that way? <laughs> you think their grass was just automatically green? Here's a secret. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, the grass was watered. They did something. They put in lawn maintenance and they fertilized it and they aerated it and and they cut it when it was too long and they weeded it when there was crap growing in it that they didn't want. They pulled out those dandelions and they did it year after year. And now it looks great. And you look over and you think, oh, man, they're so lucky their grass just looks that way. That is a bunch of crap, and you know it. <laughs> you got to water your damn grass. Okay, so I've been on that, that kick for a minute here. I think you get the point. Um, there is no easy answer, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. There's no tricks. Uh, there are no hacks. Everything that you are trying to do to get a lawn that looks like the one on the other side of that fence is 
it, it's just you have to put in the time and the work and there is no way around that there is there's no other option there's there's no shortcut um you know it actually reminds me this whole idea of a conversation that i had with um uh, a, a woman that I, I went on a couple dates with on one of my, you know, many forays <laughs> into the dating world, into online dating. I think that's that was where we met. Um, she was a, a, a single mother. <laughs> At some point in our conversation, we had uh, gotten into uh, childbirth. <laughs> which I guess is like a, a, a strange topic for, you know, really, well, it's probably our second date, maybe, maybe, I, it, we barely, we went on a couple and then never saw each other again, so it had to have been first or second date, um, but we got into childbirth and how uh, a lot of women will uh, give birth and then you know, n naturally, uh, that changes sort of the physiological structure of of their body, um, and <laughs> in particular, how how do I put this delicately? Do I even bother to put this delicately? Uh, you're you're listening to a construction worker talk about self improvement. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so specifically, we were talking about how the exiting of the baby's giant head affects the uh, structure of the vagina. So there you go. We're not going to put things delicately on this podcast. Just going forward, we're not even going to worry about that. Just we're, we're, we're going to do it like this. <laughs> so that was a conversation that came up. Um, and what we were talking about directly was how when when a woman does give birth and that does happen to her body their their solution towards that is uh this exercise called the kegel and i hope everybody who's listening to this including my mother <laughs> is laughing <laughs> right now that I'm, I'm we're talking about kegels right now so for those of you who don't know the Kegel is an exercise that strengthens the pelvic floor. It is the repetitive um, uh, contracting of the muscle that, or I, sh I should say set of muscles that you used to stop peeing. Like if, if all of you are sitting there right now and you do that, you think in your head, I got to stop peeing. Contract those muscles. That's a Kegel. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. I know everybody just did that sitting in their chairs, <laughs> uh, including myself. I'm right there with you, and I just want that to be clear. I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, okay, so where was I? I was talking about Kegels. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> She was telling me about how that is one of the solutions that is given to women post-childbirth. 
and they're told to just do those as often as possible and over time the the um i guess we could say stretching or loosening of the vagina is is i don't want to say fixed cuz that makes it sound like it's a bad thing and it's not i'm i don't know this is what you get when you listen to a podcast by some blue collar doofus um <laughs> doing the kegels helps like i guess tighten things um uh make them it's like working out any other muscle like the the muscle that the pelvic floor gets stronger and and i'm sure it grows to a certain extent although not like you would see like it's not like we're out here bodybuilding our freaking what are they called pc muscles I, I don't actually remember what pc stands for by the way so google that shit gts uh so you're not out here you know getting like a pump <laughs> like a, a traditional bodybuilding pump on your pc muscles but um th it helps and it, it helps with incontinence and it helps with sexual function and 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 that is like how they recover uh side note i just realized i've been talking for 18 minutes already and a lot of that has been about kegeling <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um so the point of that long awkward stumbling story is the fact that you, like in order for for this to work you have to do these kegel exercises all the time you have to work at it and and be consistent and continue to do them uh, and they're not comfortable like imagine clamping down like that like you all just tried to do imagine doing that over and over and over and over and over and then holding it for 10 seconds and then hold, 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 do it over and over and over all the time, every day, until, you know, one day it turns out you can sneeze without peeing your pants <laughs> or you can laugh without peeing your pants, you know. Um, and it even, just side note, again, it works for guys too. So if y'all are struggling with erectile dysfunction, please do these. Everybody should be doing their Kegels. But... Okay, very long story short. It takes lots and lots of time and lots of work for these to help. But it's the best way forward. Like if, if you want, like with any muscle, if you want it to be stronger, you got to work it all the time. Okay, so now that it's been almost 20 minutes, we're going to move on from kegels <laughs> i think that in regards to everything that we are talking about on this podcast all in all the hardest thing that you're going to be doing if you're down this path if you're taking this journey the hardest thing you're going to be doing is being truthful to yourself Oftentimes, as we all know, it can be hard to be truthful to others as well. Because, you know, we all tell little to medium to big lies about whatever in order to 
spare others' feelings or manipulate or get what we want or we tell those lies because we're scared or, you know, we don't want to hurt ourselves or others. But the hardest thing to do is be truthful to yourself, which ties into what we were talking about last episode uh, um, when we discussed, you know, introspection and looking inward and being honest with what you see. Um, That is, like I said before, exhausting. (laughs) Um, I think the reason behind that is because so often, so, so often, the truth is not pleasant (laughs) at all. So, so often the truth is like, I suck or I make bad decisions. Uh, My past trauma controls me. Fear is steering me in what I say and what I do. I let others dictate my reactions. I'm lazy. I'm not as ambitious as I thought. Uh, I'm wrong. You know, we've all heard that one. One of the hardest things to do is admit that you're wrong. Uh, that's very true. But yeah, so all, uh, all too often, the, the truth that you need to realize and be honest with yourself about is that you're not as great as you thought you were. <laughs> and for those of you out there that are like me and come from a place, a, a previous place of of like un, unbridled self-righteousness, that is a hard thing to admit. That is it. There's a a uh, a quote from the nineteen. Oh, what am I trying to say here? There's there's a quote from the '90s show Frasier, and and shout out to all all you guys listening who like Frasier as much as I do. I think that is one of the best shows we've ever created in America. Uh, the quote in 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 the show that I'm talking about is I, I don't even remember the context, but Frasier says. Whenever I'm wrong, the world makes a little less sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for those former self or current self-righteous people, that, that will ring very true. <laughs> um, but y- yeah, so the truth is, is all too commonly really ugly, not pleasant, something you would rather not consider and as a society we have been taught that it's way easier to lie to ourselves it's way easier to comfort ourselves by saying i don't suck that's just the way i am or i don't make bad decisions i was forced into those decisions by my circumstances uh my past trauma doesn't control me or or even if it does let's say how could it not you know um there's all sorts of ways that we get around being truthful with ourselves that doesn't work and i think that that is a that's a fact that almost everybody knows and ignores because we i mean as evidenced by the fact that how how often do you find yourself telling yourself one of those lies or 
doing one of those things that that comforts you instead of helps you grow um but it doesn't work and you know that and i know that if you build anything on anything but the truth it is it is doomed to failure um there is a quote that i love that I honestly can't remember <laughs> word for word. Um, so I'm going to paraphrase. If the truth burns it down, let it burn. That is not the full quote. That's the paraphrase version. And 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 I think the full version is uh, is better. But that short version gets the point across exactly. If the truth burns it down, let it burn. You cannot grow or progress or get better or feel happier or do anything of worth if you're building on lies. I think we all know that, but I just I need to say that. <laughs> that needs to be put out there. It does not work. Maintaining lies and half-truths and distractions and masks, uh, that all takes, it takes energy and resources away from you. It takes time. And all that energy you put into maintaining those lies is energy taken away from from making the real progress it's it's resources taken away from building the person or the life that you want to build you cannot have both we like i said we have a finite amount of time that we are unaware of we don't know how much that is that applies to this we have a finite pool of personal resources energy, time, if you are putting those resources into maintaining the bullshit, you are not putting them into progressing. I think that we're all on the same page about wanting to live in the best possible way. We are all trying our best, like I, I talked about before. No, I don't think anybody's out there, you know, fucking up on purpose. <laughs> um, you know, we all want to be happy. We all want our personal relationships with the people we love to be healthy and and good for everybody involved. <sighs> we all want to get the things that we, we want out of this life. And we are all just, you know, doing what we know how to do with the tools at our disposal. Um, and I guess my, one of my reasons for making this podcast is because I want to, I want to open the toolbox to people who may not have the tools. They may not have the resources that they're looking for. I want to at least try to give people, you know, a skill set, um, a tool bag, for for doing this work for making this this trek down the path of 
enlightenment. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, uh, back to we're we're all just doing our best, and that's what we're what we're pushing for here. So, something recently in my own life, uh, actually, that in large part, it was very influential on on this episode of the podcast because it happened literally yesterday, and you know was just on my mind all the way up into the recording of this, and oh, and yes, I am recording this Sunday night because. Uh, like I said earlier in this podcast, I think episode one, I get caught up in the graveyard schedule and I don't be productive for too long and then I have to do things last minute. So hopefully this gets released tonight. Uh, it, it, you might be hearing this Monday morning, so I apologize. Uh, but yeah, so what happened uh, that I was talking about? As you all know, th- this podcast is called Your Ex-Boyfriend's Podcast. And I alluded to that being because of a breakup that happened earlier this year. And and I believe that everyone who's listening at this point <laughs> knows what happened. And that, I say that because I'm sure you all are friends and family right now. Uh, but for those of you who aren't, welcome. And, and here's a little bit about me. <laughs> so it's called Your Ex-Boyfriend's Podcast because uh, earlier this year, my... Um, my girlfriend, my partner of two years prior, uh, Audrey, and I ended our relationship. Um, that was about a year ago. Oh, no, wait. It's January. Almost a year ago. Um, and it was on very good terms. And I'm not going to get into all of that right now because that's an entire, like I said before, it's an entire episode at least to go even even scratch the surface of you know relationships um my relationship with her but uh in short we broke up very good terms um very healthy the healthiest breakup that that i have ever been a part of and um shortly thereafter i had this idea to create a podcast like i was talking about in the first episode and uh I was talking to her about what I should call it because I'd been back and forth on, on what I wanted to call it so many times. And out of nowhere, she was just like, she was referring to herself, you know, listening to it in the future, which, you know, happens to be now (laughs) if she's listening. Hey, shout out to Audrey. What's up? (laughs) How are you doing? Thank you for brunch yesterday. (laughs) It was lovely to see you. Um, but she said, you know, I'm just going to be sitting there listening to my ex-boyfriend's podcast. And and I stopped. And I looked at her. I just stared. And she stared back at me. And I was like, that is the perfect name for the podcast. And we both cracked up, <laughs> died laughing. And that's how that was born. But, okay, no more about that. We'll get into that another time. Fast forward to yesterday. <sighs> What had happened was uh, she was in town, and we decided that we were going to get brunch and catch up. Um, so we went out to brunch, had a lot of great conversation, and um, towards the end of our visit, she had asked me a question that um, I did not... What am I trying to say here? 
the answer made me uncomfortable. The, the, the answer that I, I would have given truthfully made me uncomfortable. And the reason it made me uncomfortable is because in the past, in our relationship, when we were actually together, I would not have told her um, anything or I did my best to not tell her anything that I felt like was going to um, push her away or drive a wedge between us or, or, or you know, um, be hurtful. Um, especially if I felt like it was unnecessary. Like if I could get away with not telling her that, then then I wouldn't. Um, I didn't want to push her away. So yesterday, she asked me this asked me this question, and my instinct was to to lie, to not be truthful, and that's what I did. <sighs> Literally, fifteen, twenty, thirty seconds later, I was like, "That was fucking dumb." tell her the truth (laughs) and I did Um, the reason being we both want there to be whatever we have between us we want it to be healthy if we're going to have a friendship it needs to be built on the truth and you know openness and honesty and the fact that I had not been truthful could have been covered up. I didn't have to come clean, but that is not how I want to build any relationship that I have with the people that I love. Um, and as we know, it doesn't work. It's literally impossible to build a healthy relationship on lies as small as they may be. (sighs) So I immediately came clean and we talked about it and and then after she left, I thought about it some more, and I called her, and I uh, apologized, and I explained that, you know, if she can come to me and say truthful things, uh, even if they're um, awkward or uncomfortable or, or hurtful, not intentionally, but, you know, things can can hurt no matter what sometimes the truth hurts we've all heard that saying if she can do that then so can i and i'm and everything i just told you about wanting to build healthy relationships just now i told her um that was the right decision and i knew that um it was hard in the moment which is why i lied and it was hard for me to then admit that i lied and it was hard for me to call her and apologize and explain what I had done and why and to to say that that is not how I want to be and that's that's not what I wanted to do in the future all of that was difficult but I knew because I was resisting those decisions I knew that they were the right ones (laughs) and logically if I had not been in the moment and I had just been asked, hey, what would you say in this scenario? I would have known, I would have been able to give the exact right answer. But as we are all aware of, when you're in the moment, your stupid emotions <laughs> take control. Um, and that's really what we're trying to to get a handle on is, you know, 
our emotions make us reactive and the the goal right now in this instance is to take a minute and do the right thing don't react uh emotionally do what you're trying to do to be better and i know i said that this was a like i i could have kept the lie and i could have gone with that it wouldn't it wouldn't have caused a problem in the moment but every little lie that you tell to yourself to the people that you love to the people in your life that are important to you everything you do that is dishonest builds up over time it builds up in your mind and it builds up in in their mind the more you lie the more you tell yourself half truths and make excuses the easier it gets and then one day you realize that you're just addicted to the comfort and ease of not being honest with yourself or not being honest with others. And now you don't have any, like you haven't made any progress. Um, You've just projected all your bullshit onto other people. Uh, You don't have the relationships that you want. You, You have built this giant empire of bullshit. (laughs) and and that makes nobody happy you don't want to get to that realization so my advice the way i try to be is just tell the truth and i I know that's kind of that's so simple when you say it like that oh tell the truth but it's required (laughs) if if you're listening to this podcast i am asking you to be honest with yourself and with others and reap the benefits of that uh so now you got a little peek into into my personal life please don't use that against me <laughs> um so i guess we're th- that'll get close to wrapping up i think Let's do a short little recap here. <sighs> remember, going forward, this is what I want you to remember. And and what I try to remember. You know, I'm right there by you. Right there by your side. We have that limited, finite amount of time on this earth. Make the most of it. In order to make the most of it, you got to do the work. You got to work hard every day. There's no breaks. You, there is no tomorrow. You have to work today. And and that is difficult. The most difficult part of it, it to me is being honest. Please do that difficult, strenuous, stressful, taxing hard work that is being honest because it is so worth it and it is like i said necessary you have to do it in order to do any of the stuff that you want to do if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to you know make progress be honest um how many times have i said that this episode i hope it's enough (laughs) yeah i guess on that note i want to end i want to end with a quote and then I want to 
justify uh what am i trying to say i want to make that quote more applicable like i want to tailor it to what we're talking about uh but i'll start with the original (sighs) it is mark groves for any of you who are familiar with him you know that he talks a lot about the stuff that we're talking about on this podcast he is much smarter (laughs) where all this is concerned and has much more experience highly recommended though if you like anything that i'm talking about mark groves uh g-r-o-v-e-s um has a wonderful podcast (laughs) that i listen to quite often um but what he said sharing how you feel and what's real for you may be scary but every time you hold back truth you make fear more important than love that is why the depth of your ability to love will always be mirrored by your ability to be honest. I'll let you marinate on that for a second. So I want to tailor that to what we're talking about. But I do agree wholeheartedly, 100% with, with what he is saying in regards to love in regards to relationships with yourself and with others but what we're going to say to end this podcast episode is this the depth of your ability to grow into who you want to be will always be mirrored by your ability to tell the truth to yourself And on that note, we're going to end this episode. So I will talk to y'all next Sunday. I hope this episode, which I just realized has hit almost the 45-minute mark. Woo! Uh, I hope this episode was helpful. And I hope that y'all are okay with me being a little bit more long-winded because I was uh, doing a little bit different of a prep for this episode. Um, and it ended up with me having a lot more to say, which I thought was, was good. Um, but I do like to wax poetic from time to time, (laughs) but let me know, let me know if you like that or not. Um, anyway, uh, hope y'all enjoyed this and I will uh, catch up with you next Sunday. Take care.